Just come on, bruv. We got get he's out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I am your host, Adam Fortress, and we're here with a special episode. This isn't going to be a full episode, but we figure, hey, there's a big kind of thing. I don't know if you've, got, you know, if you're smart, you can pick up the music. I don't know if you're, you know, on top of things. But <laughs> this is actually the uh, the theme for Star Wars by one John Williams. I know you're not too familiar with it. It's just a little indie flick. But, uh, I knew I recognized it. Yeah, I know, from somewhere. So that's what we're <laughs> going to do is we're going to break down the new Force Awakens trailer. Uh, hit the internet today. It's been out in, uh, in, sadly, less than more theaters than I have you know, a chance to actually go to. So I had to bloody watch it on the internet, which is something, by and large, I do not like to do. But I did it anyways. And uh, so what we're going to do today is we're going to break that down. And I am here with special guest host, Robert Nuttery. What's happening, my friend? Hey, not much. Back from a podcast from a galaxy far, far away. Indeed. <laughs> now, here's Long a quick time. thing. So, Robert and I had a podcast way back. Would you say what year did what year did Crystal Skull came out? Because I want to say that was the first movie we reviewed. Oh wow! Like oh eight. Yeah, it was around oh eight. I think yeah. that was yeah. It was around that year. So right? around oh eight that summer, we podcasted a lot that summer. Oh yeah, dude. We had like I think we had twenty episodes somewhere around that mm-hmm. neighborhood. So a good amount. Uh, mm-hmm. But don't look for fun. Don't find it because it's not out there anymore. It's, I just, not there. it's just gone. <laughs> and I wouldn't know how to get it back if I wanted to. And I kind of do want to because I want to look at the, the growth of how, you know. Yeah, see how much podcast. better. <laughs> because I guarantee now. you. You're upgrade and ho- co host, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not just that. It's A lot of it comes down to sound equipment because really oh, that yeah, podcast definitely. ended up just being you and me in a room with a rock band mic between us. And that, that is literally how we recorded That was <laughs> pretty much remember. about the saddest thing ever. And now look right. at me. I got. Like I got like a boom stand here. I got a mixer board. I got all this bull crap. I still don't. I'm still not smarter, but at least I <laughs> sound a little bit. Least. Right, you're at least professional. <laughs> I can fake it with the best of them. So, nice. but yeah, we're gonna be talking about the uh, Star Wars Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Uh, if I don't throw that article in there, I don't know. I've, we'll all. <laughs> well, that'll all suss out in a year. I can't believe we got to wait a year. Gosh, that's a long time. Uh, this is just. This is the. This is the proverbial tease, man. This is just. It is out there to tease you to just go. Hey, man. What do you think about that stuff? Too Pretty late. You got to wait, homie. <laughs> and you're like, oh, geez, man. I thought the Avengers trailer was like, oh, shoot, we got to wait a long time. No, we really got to wait a long time for this one. Yeah, over a year. You're right. But, it's uh, it's going to be tough. Ouch. Uh, so we're going to be breaking down. Uh, we're going to talk about the trailer overall as a just kind of a thought, what we thought of the trailer and everything. And uh, we're going to break it down just a little bit, talk about it. It's not going to be a full uh, hour-long podcast. That'd be way too much to talk about one 88-second uh, trailer. But... Um, we're going to talk a bit about that and kind of also compare it out to some other things Star Wars related and kind of give our thoughts as to the future of that. So, um, Robert, how many times have you viewed this Star Wars trailer today and are your wife and children sick of you at this point? Uh, yes, <laughs> I have been off today. And luckily for my wife, she was at work today, so she's only had to view it a few times. So no, no, no. Watch I it again. S- watch it again. I swear. It's good. <laughs> right. I'd say maybe 10 times. No, no more. <laughs> no, 10. Let's, let's call it 10. Hey, for nerds of our caliber, 10's not a bad number. That's you- really not bad for being off all day today. You know, <laughs> that's not too bad. Yeah, I was at work most of the day myself, so unfortunately, I've only seen it probably about five times. So, okay. But uh, there's 
a lot to there's a lot to kind of take in with this as short as it is. Like I said, we're looking at 88 seconds long here, and uh, but there's there's a lot to be culled from from this thing. So um, let's kind of well, let's well let's start here with kind of basic thoughts of the trailer. What did what did you think of the trailer overall? Well, I enjoyed it. I mean, at first I was like, wow, that's it. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, well, we're over a year out. We didn't need more than a teaser. As awesome as it would be to see Han and Luke and Leia and all the other characters we know that are going to be in the movie, you know, if they gave it to us now, you know, kind of peaked too early. So once I kind of looked at it from that way, each time I watched it, I got more and more excited. And I thought that they did a really good job of giving us just enough to think about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I'm the same way where it was just like at first it was just like, yes, and then it's very exciting. And then by the end, you're like, oh, it really is that all there is to it? And then you go back and it's like, really, there's more there than you really gave it credit for the first time. That's and true. so there's there's a there's a bit more in depth to this thing. And um, let's talk about the feel. Boy, did this feel it felt like like Star Wars via J.J. Abrams. I mean, clearly that's what it is, but it certainly felt like that. Right. I agree. And I think just from just images here and there that leaked out everything, it kind of matched up with the stormtrooper armor and things like that, that it kind of leaked out in the sets, the Tatooine or what we soon to be Tatooine. That sure. is. Um, so, yeah, definitely the feel, the J.J. Abrams feel, the camera movement with the Falcon at the end. Definitely. It definitely had that that J.J. Abrams feel to it, but it definitely had the Star Wars feel and the music, too. I know that's something else we can talk about. I love the music. Oh, they yeah. didn't just rehash the same old themes, brand new. John Williams' music was just awesome. Yeah, uh, we when we we'll talk about it in a minute, but uh, like kind of seeing this new, you know, unfaced uh, villain, his new kind of uh, lightsaber and everything, which is not only the obvious way, you know, the quick and obvious way, different from other lightsabers that we had in the past. We'll talk about that in a moment, but uh, just kind of the excitement of, like you said, there's there's no one in this that we know. Right. I mean, we'd see one vehicle that we recognize, clearly. Mm-hmm. Now, the others have changed a bit. So your X-Wings have changed, your mm-hmm. uh, TIE Fighters have changed a little bit. But by and large, there's one you know, one piece of you know equipment that we've seen before. The rest of it is all new. Every character that we see is someone that we don't know, and we don't know anything about these characters unless there's something out there on the Internet that you guys have read that I haven't, but, you know... I'm not delving. I'm trying not as much as I can to delve too much into this. It's going to be tough as a nerd to try to not to. Uh, lately, for movies that I've kind of like really wanted to dig, uh, I've stayed away from as much as I could. I didn't really. I saw the teaser trailer for Inception. I waited an entire year. I didn't see anything else about it, and then I saw the movie. Yeah, so that's tough to do. It so. was it was difficult to do. I had to literally walk out of the theater a couple of times, so just so I could not watch the you know impending trailer. So I was like, nope, I'm not going to watch this. Or I'd close my eyes and plug my ears and do the little, no, 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 no. People thought I was insane. I'm sure, but um, so <laughs> no, it, I understand it because the worst thing is when you stay away from spoilers and like a month before the movie comes out and they play the the epic two and a half minute long trailer that it's spoils got everything, everything in it. All <laughs> and the you're really just so cool mad stuff. as you're watching it. It's like I stayed away from everything so long and now I've just seen the movie in yeah. two and a half minutes. And, so, we'll, yeah. and we'll talk about that and how trailers kind of go at the end of, of this when we wrap everything up. But, yeah, I, I try to stay away from stuff as much as possible. Like, I didn't see really much, maybe aside from a straight image here or there, I didn't see anything for Rise of the Planet of the Apes or whatever the new one, Dawn, mm-hmm. <laughs> Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I didn't see anything from the beginning because I didn't want to know anything. I wanted to be totally mm-hmm. surprised, and I was, and I really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I kind of want this to be the same way, but I think this is almost going to be another 
animal unto itself that is going to be so difficult to try to avoid. Yeah, it's going to be unless you just put away all your your network devices. It's going to it might become unavoidable. But I mean, because right. think about it this way. I mean, the biggest time that you can, you know, equate this to is going to be episode one's trailer. Mm-hmm. Because it was as big as it was, and the internet was really at its you know pretty infancy at this point, to where the trailer that you could see, if you had a fast enough connection to do it, was the size of a postage stamp. Right, because it's dial-up speeds. It, it would looked take forever like crap. Just to load it. Exactly, right. it was awful. So you waited forever to see this junky little blocky, gross-looking image. Now you can put it 1080p on your you know 50-inch television, and yep. it looks spectacular. <laughs> so. There's a, there's kind of a big difference here, and so the the pro- proliferation of the internet has really gotten to a point to where it's going to be like I don't think there hasn't been. I mean, episode three you might could argue a little bit, but even even because uh, it's been what almost ten years now, mm-hmm. almost ten years since. So Revenge we're looking of the Sith, at almost right. ten years since Revenge of the Sith. So the internet has grown exponentially in the past ten years. Yeah, and broadband so, just ubiquitous now. Whereas yeah. then it was more still of a. A growing thing, you're right. We just we just didn't have this. We haven't had this level of internet connectivity uh, while the Star Wars movies has has been out. And so this is also going to be a very interesting thing. And I'm I'm trying to put as much hope and faith into J.J. Abrams as I can with this because he is that kind of mystery box kind of guy. Now that can go to our detriment. Spoiler for the second Star Trek movie, <laughs> to where you know they can hide it and hide it and hide it hide it and tell you this is not it. This is not it. And turn around. And it is Khan, right. and it pissed you off a bit because it's like you just spent you know a year telling us it's not him. Don't look for this, and then it is that. And, and even now, JJ looks back and goes, "Really, we should not have kept that a secret. That should have just been something that was out there." Because when the turn happened, no one was surprised. People were more angry than they were surprised. So right, As if they had known it all along, it wouldn't have been a big deal. No, it wouldn't have right. been a big deal. We we would have come to grips with it facts months of head months ahead of time. So. Um, so I'm very curious as to see uh, because I'm sure he has a large hand in the uh, in the marketing campaign of this and being able to get everything out to everybody. So it's going to be interesting to see how this moves along past this teaser trailer. But uh, let's let's go ahead let's break this teaser trailer down. I've got the audio. Obviously, we're an audio podcast, so you're not going to be able to see it, everybody. <laughs> but if you if you're like us and you're listening to this podcast and you still haven't tuned out at this point, you probably watched this a number of times. So follow along at home, kids. We're gonna have a little trailer listen you hear trailers on my shows all the time so shut up all right so <laughs> should be used to it now this is this is the green band tra- i'm kidding <laughs> yeah weird. this is the green band not the red band which is uh, weird Force because Awakens trailer now I, this, is a, this is a quick aside but i've been wanting to talk about this and on the podcast and i haven't talked about it and i'll talk about it with you um so i it's interesting how the mpaa thing has actually changed in the past like year or so where it says the following preview has been approved to accompany this feature and so i've seen green band trailers that actually drop like shit and stuff in it Oh really? Yeah. I guess because it's playing. If it plays because before it's playing a PG like thirteen or R rated yeah, movie, exactly. Though I did see a red band trailer this weekend when I went and saw Horrible Bosses, which was good. It was fun to see that. It was some Vince Vaughn movie that looked, uh, you know, kind of funny. Uh, we'll talk about Hor- Horrible Bosses too, Madagascar Penguins, and uh, what, what do you call it? The uh, Theory of Everything on next week's podcast. Stay tuned, everybody. So, uh, first little bit of the uh, O trailer here. Uh, once it gets rolling past the green band bits. All right, so you got black, we fade up from black, and we see uh, what is uh, supposedly Tatooine. Like we've said, we're kind of guessing as to what this is. There has been an awakening. I 
have you felt it? So at this point, a, uh, a, a, a black gentleman pops up in uh, without a stormtrooper helmet, but clearly in some sort Scared the crap out of everyone. Yeah, it's like, but this is very, I've seen so many people just go, this is such a very J.J. Abrams moment where this guy pops out. And if I'm not mistaken, I can't remember the actor's name off my off the top of my head. I got my bloody iPad somewhere else. I believe this was the uh, the kid from Attack the Block, if I'm not right. mistaken. John Boyega? Is that how I you believe that's it? right. I just want him to start just like going after aliens. Come on, bro. We got get these aliens. And this is going to be, I think that would <laughs> and be And I have fun. seen that. I have seen that. Great flick. And I, I, I've wondered, it's interesting about the uh, about the energy that they're, they're going to be putting into this. Um, but, um, um, a lot of a lot of things online, and I think it's very true at the same time because this is um, kind of the first shot here. Really shows us how much of a different Star Wars we're going to be looking at here. It's very J.J. Abrams shot with a character kind of popping up like that, very wide angle lens on that, and um, and and also very interesting to note that in this in this Star Wars, the first character that we see is a character of color. True. For, that is, for a that movie is series new. that is very largely dominated, especially the prequels, or especially the uh, the original three rather, are dominated by white folks. Right. So to have this be the first person that we see representing Star Wars anew is a black guy. Now, do you know anything about this character at all? The only thing I've heard is that he's supposed to be a hero character. May or may not be a Jedi. Yeah. No one knows. That was kind of my feeling with it. Is that he seemed? I mean, because especially without the helmet, he seemed like uh, he seemed like he would be a good guy to me. Who somehow gotten himself into this, you know, into this stormtrooper's uh, outfit and then been on the desert. Because post this is God Almighty. This is all nerdy. So folks, you, you signed up for this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Post post the prequels, we never saw any stormtrooper with their helmet off. So we are all to then assume that you know that the stormtroopers all look the same because of the they were all clones now this could be a post clone thing and maybe all the uh, stormtroopers are not clones uh but that does that's not the feeling i get from this shot in this character and how he kind of takes off down the way yeah and i think by the time you the original trilogy rolls around and you had all the different voices of stormtroopers and that was kind of said well you know there weren't clones by that point that's you know? what i always thought right too. so i think yeah i think that's already kind of been established so yeah, i don't think that would be too big a deal. because they were always supposed to be like stripped of their emotions and 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 all that kind of stuff and like especially mm -hmm. like in a new hope where it's just like where they're kind of almost practically bantering around with each other about like ah maybe it's just a drill i don't know did you see yeah, this thing yeah, over here that week? Right. And then, you know it's that those kind of lines uh, so I, you know, I, I always, I always figured that, you know, post, post prequel, everybody was a, was, was a person, person. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so that's that. Let's, uh, let's head up to the, uh, the next trailer here. Oops. So kind of walks down there, hit the black. Now we saw a little, what was clearly a soccer ball with an R2 head on top of it. Not even a well-disguised <laughs> soccer ball. Pretty much just a straight-up soccer ball. It's a soccer ball that somebody kicked and they CGI'd a head on top of it. And they're just like, hell, that's a new character. <laughs> or call him R2 Roll Ball. Folks. <laughs> that's what he looks like now. He's been upgraded. <laughs> it's R2-D2. New R2. He has a new body. Yeah, you know, I just... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Our terrible George Lucas impersonation. <laughs> of course, George Lucas is George Lucas is terrible too. So. That is true. <laughs> it's just like, well, my kids really like soccer, so I decided I'd throw a soccer ball in there and put an R2 head on it because I'm like, everybody loves R2. My kids love soccer. Oh, hell, just put them all together. Was that Groucho Marx or George Lucas? I and then you sure. put them all together. <laughs> Groucho's just a little bit higher. <laughs> my horrible impressions. Oh. I'm sorry I do this to everyone, but hey, whatever. Um, 
So I and I kid you not, I have I have read online where people are just like they are really trying to uh, you know market to an international crowd that this does look like a soccer ball. It, it look it didn't really strike me how much it looked like a soccer ball until like repeat viewings. And it's like, wow, that's like a soccer ball with a droid head attached to it. It's kind of, I'd like the design. The idea is kind of neat. I don't know what kind of utilitarian stuff this thing can do or if it's, if it's like a thing or if it's just a shot because this thing is booking along at, you know, a high P high pace uh, speed there and everything. I don't know. Fades down to black. Next shot. Next couple of shots were clearly on a drop ship with a bunch of redesigned stormtroopers. I think I what do you think about the new stormtrooper design? What bits and pieces we've kind of seen? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's just tweaked a little. I mean, really, it, it still looks very much like the original stormtrooper design, just a little bit tweaked, which would make sense. You know, 30 years later, they wouldn't have the same exact uniform and armor as they would have had previously. So it makes sense. But they kept enough of the design where you recognize that stormtrooper. I, I think it's a smart thing. You gotta, you do kind of have to update, number one, how are you going to sell more toys? Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> of course. That's more of a George Lucas thing. Uh, but, you know, they, it's it's different, but we only see some little flashes of it. They're clearly on some sort of a drop ship here, and they get the big uh, thing led down. Uh, so they're out of there. So, I mean, quick shots. Out of, you know, not too much awful to think about that. Cool-looking blasters from what little bit we can see from the, the sharp flashes of... Uh, uh, picture to black. Uh, next up, we have uh, a young lady on uh, a speeder of some sort that looks like a giant uh, overturned trash can <laughs> with uh, slight, uh, you know, pod racing things on the back that she kind of sits on. So she's very much dressed in kind of the uh, pseudo, uh, you know, speeder garb from uh, Jedi, you'd say. Yeah, and I th thought it looked a lot like also the deleted scene from Return of the Jedi when they're in the sandstorm going back to the Falcon. It looked very much like the, mm -hmm. the costumes they were wearing there as well. So very kind of, it looks like, yeah, so it looks like, yeah, I would say it's like a, it's like a Jedi, it's like a... Uh, desert costume. Yeah, a, a, sort, desert, right? a desert version of the costume we saw in Jedi. Right. Of the, uh, of the Endor costume. Um, right, Endor? Okay, <laughs> now I'm only, I'm like, I'm starting That's to second guess my places. show. In one of those movies. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, so they, she uh, kind of jumps on that. Got some interesting looking goggles. Kind of cool looking. She Very young. She's chick looks like she's probably like 18, 19. I don't know who the character is. Yeah, I don't think uh, she's much is. older than that. The actress, she's pretty young, I believe. So maybe maybe uh, children of uh, of the Skywalkers? Every, everyone say? speculates that's Han and Leia's daughter, but no one knows for sure. But that's the speculation. She has a striking resemblance to Natalie Portman, the actress does as well. I could see that. So she takes off down the road there, cut to black again, up, and then we have a close-up in an X-wing of, um, oh, my brain is really, I really should have gotten my papers out in those. Um, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Oh, here to the rescue, Adam. Thank you. I could I can sit there, I'm like, I'm like, well, his name's not Le Levon Davis. Uh, uh, so I was like, that's, that's. It's the, not? No. Uh, so, or Lewin Davis, rather, excuse me. Leave on. I'm thinking leave on. All right, I'm thinking the band. All right, let's move on. Uh, so we see him. Uh, he's at the uh, behind the sticks here. Uh, redesigned uh, kind of helmet for the X-wing fighters. A little bit different for the uh, the little suit there, but uh, kind of a cool update. More dark colors and everything, but not like dark, like not like Batman dark. But the helmet's a bit darker and uh, kind of cool looking. Yeah, but definitely. Looks, I mean, looks like a little upgrade for the X-wing for sure. 
Yeah, it looks different, but definitely recognizable at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think that's going to be a lot of the key to this movie and the key to design about a lot of this is keeping, you know, familiar yet different. So, so and then we uh, cut to the outside of the, of the X-Wing there, and you see uh, several X-Wings flying uh, left to right, kind of skimming the water of some planet. Clearly, um, you know, Star Wars is to believe and be, you know, Continued from what we know, that wouldn't obviously be Tatooine. It would be some other uh, place. So where are they going to? Who knows? Back Who knows? He's right. <laughs> dip down to black. <laughs> now here comes more of the uh, interesting part. The dark side. So a uh, a character dressed in uh, kind of a kind of a dark Sithy sort of uh, Jedi robe. Uh, is kind of walking in a uh, in a snowy kind of forest here. Uh, this very much reminded me of some of the CG type stuff that you would see for some of the uh, the Star Wars games that have come out. Definitely, that, that it, it had a feel really from cool. like yeah, one of the Sith from one of those Star Wars games. I agree. So it kind of gave that vibe. Pops out his uh, lightsaber there, and so this is not only a lightsaber because obviously the 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 easy thing to note about this one is different is because it has something that would pretty much be uh, you know just the kind of hand guard, you know, a little tiny blade sticking out of the bottom uh, portion of that where the uh, you know regular blade comes out. But that's not the more interesting part to me, and and people are going, well, I don't know how that works, and like at the same time, I'm thinking I get it, but because. You know, that is something that I always thought about with lightsabers. It's just like, what's not to keep them just from traveling on down that blade and just taking a hand off? Exactly. Know? I didn't, you know, I don't and know I think why. You could fill a whole podcast just speculating on what that lightsaber is. From I that don't trailer. know. But what's cool, though, is that this one, if you look closely, the lightsaber is not, it's kind of like it's almost crackling in a sense. It's, yeah, it's not as smooth and it's not as defined. I yeah, agree. it's it's kind of tailing off a little bit. This looks like what would happen if you just took, you know, a lightsaber and turned it up to 11 to where the power was just almost, you know, un, unwieldy inside of it. And so he goes, well, you have the dark side and the, the voice over there. And uh, so we fade to black after that, uh, after the lightsaber reveal. And then we open to... And the light. First open, we have a Millennium Falcon flying on the screen to John Williams' original score. Flying over an amazing roundabout scene. We pass over some TIE Fighters. And, of course, you see the uh, Star Wars logo fall into place and the Force Awakens fall right back underneath it. Um, i got to say, a short trailer, but uh, and, of course, <laughs> the most difficult part of this trailer, the flash of December 2015. Oh, the most depressing part of the trailer. <laughs> Dude, you have to wait an entire year to see this movie. So, um, yeah, i, I got to say, I enjoy this trailer. The more I watch it, the more it's interesting, and it is going to be a turd to have to wait for this thing for an entire year. But let's just, I mean, based on this trailer, does it have you more excited than you were before? What, what, I'm at least as your... excited and maybe a little bit more. It definitely didn't diminish anything. I was already very excited, and so it just pretty much met expectations or maybe slightly exceeded them. So, yeah, I was very happy with it because really I, I wanted to see more, but I also know that, hey, this thing's a year away. If I see more now, 
it's going to be not as big a deal next December. So I kind of understand that. But yeah, so I, I definitely feel like expectations were met. Definitely that give and take. I feel that there's a lot about this that, you know, we could have seen. We could have seen more. But like at the same time, you're right. I'm glad that we didn't. Uh, so this is this is definitely enough to whet my appetite. Like I've. I've gone with this movie, and we'll go into the ends of it with just mild trepidation, because I'm going to go with optimistic trepidation into this movie. Because let's let us think about you know all the way back to uh, you know episode one. Let's think about what happened during episode one. I mean, when when you, I mean, still to this day. Now, granted, a lot of this is due to John Williams being the, one of the most amazing bastards this face of the planet's ever seen. But I mean, when you hear this. I mean, if you don't just start getting chills, something's wrong with you. You're not a real Star Wars fan, man, because this is just like when that hit in the trailer and the way that that episode one trailer was edited was unbelievably good. And we kind of know how that trailer ended out. Right. The I mean, trailer was I think good, too, but the movie was this not sound, quite the Expectations same. are tempered now, too. People aren't going to hype this up. People know the letdown from Phantom Menace. So I think people are yeah. like you going in optimistic, but also have their guard up as well. It's going to be interesting because this is the first Star Wars movie made by a Star Wars fan. No, no Star Wars movie yet has been made by a Star Wars fan. And I include George Lucas in that because <laughs> I don't believe he's a fan of his own work. I really don't. Not uh, what he does to it afterwards. I would know, agree. Because I mean, it, like the, the episodes one, two and three were not, to me, were not really love letters to Star Wars as a whole. They were just to kind of fill in gaps and stuff. But this is going to be, this is the first one done by somebody who grew up watching Star Wars, loving Star Wars, and just decided, I'm going to throw myself into this and, you know, be that guy. And it took him Star Trek to get there. But, uh, I mean, as much as, you know, as good as he did on the first Star Trek, and okay on the second one. <laughs> Sorry, that's uh, dinner coming up. Uh, <laughs> but, as decently as he did on the second one, it's not a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination. I got to say, you know, he, he's always said that, you know, hey, when it comes down to it, I'm a Star Wars fan, not a Star Trek fan. And so the fact that he can get his hands on this, the most, you know, coveted of franchises out there, is a big deal, a really big deal. And I I, I got good, I got a good feeling he's going to do some good stuff with it, so... And then and we got Ryan Johnson after this is the that, only one man. he's doing, too. I think this we're going to really see him give it his all, you know, since it's the only one he's going to be directing. Yeah, exactly. He's going to be like, well, I'm doing this. I'm going to lay it all out on the table. And then we got Ryan Johnson after that. And Ryan Johnson is who Ryan Johnson is. It's amazing. And the fact that we live in a world where that guy is directing a Star Wars, writing and directing a Star Wars, you're like, what? So I'm super excited to see where this franchise goes. And... I'm not. I'm not at the uh, the episode one level of excitement, but I think it's because of episode one that we can't let ourselves get to that excited. Right, it's a different level. world we sure. live in now. We're jaded, man. We're we so are. We're like we're, we're so real adults now. We got real world problems, and we're. <laughs> right, we can't get too excited over Star nah, Wars. Nah, man, this more. is kitty stuff. But yet we're all going to be there, just going. This is all lined up at midnight, of course. Oh, of course. of course. I mean, you know, look, you can't stop tradition already. You know what I'm saying? Oh, never. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> final thoughts on the trailer. I mean, where do you, where do you, do you, do you think it's going to be as good as we're hoping? I think it is, and I'm hoping, and I trust that they'll market this thing right and they'll give us a little bit more each time and hopefully give us just enough right before the movie that we just can't wait to see it so i'm just ready for december 2015 
Absolutely. All right, then I, I cannot I can't say anything that you haven't already said there. So uh, that's it, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning into this bonus episode of the Film Find. Uh, come back on uh, Tuesday. So Monday, here movie podcast. We're going to be reviewing the Doctor Strange movie. This is a giant pile of crap, and it's a whole bunch of fun. This is one of our best episodes yet, I think. Uh, and then, of course, join us back here at the Film Find on Tuesday. We're going to be talking about Penguins of Madagascar. We're going to talk about Horrible Bosses 2. We're going to be talking about A Theory of Everything. This podcast just does not stop. So, folks, I want you to just go to thefilmfind.com. There you'll find the likes to uh, the links to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, all that kind of garbage. So, please do that. And uh, for Robert Dunnery, I'm Adam Porters. Take it easy, everybody. Yeah.